1: talking point out of the weekend um well it, it is huge and it isn't huge it's huge because of the impact it has one of the game's biggest superstars but i think it's also pretty cut and dry nathan cleary has been suspended for five weeks now he came out straight after it and pretty much said you know i stuffed up bad technique poor form took responsibility for it um i actually think that They got this right. I think they got this right. I think that you just – and I think Nathan Cleary handled it perfectly. I think everyone could tell as soon as the tackle was done, he was like, oh, fuck. I think even the para players, when they ran over, like there wasn't really much pushing and shoving because they realised, oh, you know, we've seen this kid come through the ranks. Like this is not intentional. It's just one of those bad things that happen. Um, I think this this specifically – we'll get to some other stuff – I think this has been handled perfectly. I, I, I'm glad that they didn't back down to the fact that he was a superstar in the game. I think five weeks is perfect. What do you reckon, Guru?
2: Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think it would have, uh, I think it would have been easy for the referee to because he is a superstar. Mm. Maybe give him ten, or maybe game put two. the head in the sand. Big game. Yep. I mean, and it was fair. Like it, it ruined this game at the end of the day. But mm. as it should, Nathan Cleary should have been sent from the field. So I agree with you, mate. I, I don't know what more to say. It was handled. Well, all round, but this is yeah. part of Nate's game. This sort of shit just happens in footy
1: sometimes. And the, the, the only thing that frustrates me is people that have been waiting for a reason to hate him are going to use it. So, that's <laughs> that's. I mean, that's part of rugby league. It's part of rugby league. But, uh, Timmy, what do you reckon?
3: Yeah, send-off-wise, absolutely. Like It was a no-brainer. Um, he took it on the chin. Like
1: it? No, funny. <laughs> uh, of course, he took it on the chin. It's the first thing that fucking <laughs> comes to. It.
3: Um, yeah, copped it really well. It was very classy in all of it. I think everyone was. It handled well. Uh, and then I suppose the next area to debate is is the length of, sus- of suspension because uh, yep. that's a bit more debatable.
1: Oh, okay, so you reckon yeah. five weeks too harsh? Not long enough?
3: I, I don't. It's an interesting one because I think uh, historically and what we've seen in, in other similar tackles, uh, Lawton's and a few others in recent years. Mm. Uh, it's, it's pretty on par with And consistency is all we ask for And I think that's fine Five weeks In the overall picture It annoys me Maybe more so As a rugby league fan But oh, I just feel like It's a long time to be rubbing It doesn't have to be A superstar of a game It could mm. be a bench player mm. It shouldn't matter But Five weeks For an accidental tackle No malice Anything whatsoever He obviously had a prior this year Which didn't help him But mm. across his career Are so few charges to his name And we're missing This superstar For five whole rounds um, the, I mean the idea Of these suspensions Is to try and get it out of our game Make it punishment To warrant <coughs> To stop people even mm-hmm. putting themselves in a position For it to happen like I just think, if he gets three weeks, he already lost him. They lost the power game as a result of it. You can't tell me that's not going to deter him and other players in the mm. future. Five weeks is such a long time.
0: Mm. Just gonna point out as well, you mentioned like people have been waiting to hate on Cleary, which is absolutely true. I think the best thing for him is that he got a quite lengthy suspension because could you imagine if they came out the next day and he got two? Mm. Oh,
1: Mate, what they would say? Even three. Like I, I get your point. I think I get the point in relative to other suspensions where. It seems like they've been pretty consistent with the spear tackle, Mm. but like five weeks compared to some other stuff that gets two to three weeks, you're like, was it that much worse than, I don't know, I'm having a mind blank now, but oh, you know, we'll use uh, what we're going to speak about uh, in a bit is like Nelson, Asafa, Solomona, like, was it that much, was it five weeks worse than Nelson's drop elbow? Like, I don't know, maybe not. So, in that context, I do. But I, I think – I personally believe five weeks is the right amount. It's just such a dangerous tackle. It's just mm. – and, and I get your point of like, look, three, works, three weeks is going to deter him, you know. I think it has the same impact. Yeah, same impact. But I think the five weeks, it sends a very strong, consistent message to everyone else because, like, it's not about de- deterring him. I think it's de- about deterring everyone else. And if you're not the one that spends the five weeks on the sidelines, when you see that, it's a, it's a kind of like a non-existent thing. And if it was three weeks – like, five weeks is dramatic. It's like, oh, shit, I don't want to be gone. But three weeks maybe wouldn't have had as much impact across the league as, say, five weeks. Again, this is all we're all talking very intangible things, very hard to measure. Um, but I understand your point. If the point of the match review community is to, to teach them not to do it again and only that and not to just punish, then, yeah, maybe you could look at three weeks. I just think that when you take into factor the amount of ruckus that would have been caused if you had got three weeks and the fact that Lawton already got – did he get six weeks, Lawton? Four weeks but but he didn't have a prior maybe yeah i think i I'm, I'm happy with five weeks i'm happy with it like,
3: so it's all good and well doing it now and regular season's fine like if, if let's say cameron munster now does this in round 25 the same thing mm. and misses an entire final series it's just like oh yeah that, that's him out such
2: a big thing yeah, yeah. Well, and you know just talking on what you said people <clears throat> waiting to get to Penrith. like i had two or three messages last night saying oh they gave him five weeks so he can play finals did they I'm like, oh, surely you didn't oh, think it was worth oh, six or seven, though. Oh, like, surely. Far
1: right. So we got the
0: same charge as Lawton. It was a grade three dangerous throw. Lawton just must not have had any priors. Lawton was sorry? Lawton just must not have had any prior. Yeah, okay. So it's the same charge.
1: Yeah, look, I, I, I see what you're saying. Like, if it was in finals footy and he did it week one of the finals, would you really want him to miss a grand final for that? I can see that. I, I, do, I do think if it was in finals footy, they probably would have gone. I was about to
2: say, do you think he would realistically? No, I don't think.
1: Yeah. I think they go... Do we want our biggest star not playing in the grand final? Yes, there has been past instances. Some of the, like, uh, Isaac Luke, missing mm. 2014. And then, uh, was it was it Cam Smith missed one? Yeah, 2008. 2008. Like, some of them you're just like, it's a grand final. like You know, unless it is fucking so bad. The worst thing about
0: bullies is, uh, sorry, Isaac Luke's is, is that, these days, it'd be a fine. Yeah. He wouldn't have missed it. Yeah,
1: Crazy. Honestly, when it comes to grand finals and that, and I know there's going to be a, a, a group of people that go, nah, same rule all the way around. And I, I can respect that because if, if you're going to be like that all year, then fair enough. But I think grand finals are special occasions. Make them sit out six weeks of the first – you know what I mean? I guarantee you every player would say, put me six, out, six weeks out for the next season or something mm-hmm. to miss a grand final.
3: The, the, I, the idea of – it's always been one of my biggest gripes and I know it's hard because you want things to be black and white not have grey areas and be mm. subjective but like for players to miss a grand final which is every chance they only get one opportunity out in their entire career because they were off balance and an arm slipped up and clipped, clipped a bloke on the chin oh. it just it makes me feel sick for them and yep. as you said we've seen examples in the yep. past and we'll see more examples in the future. Yep.
1: Which would be crazy because the thing is is that look I can understand if if, if people... The thing is, though, is like in the, in today's game, you'll get sent 10 to the bin straight away. Whereas I feel like in yesteryear, the argument could be from the team that gets the penalty on them could be like, well, we just lost a player to a head knock and you've, got, you've still got 13 players on the field. Mm. Whereas I think these days, mm. if you lose a player to a head knock, not only do you have an extra man, man and all that kind of stuff, I know you've got to lose a few, but um, on top of that, they usually get sent for 10. So I actually think it protects, it actually protects the, it makes it a much better argument to go, he got sent for 10 in the game. So the team, the attacking team had the advantage and they got something back for losing that guy. Whereas I think back in the day, you could make the argument the losing team in the prelim would go, well, you know, he should be punished because we didn't even make the finals because maybe because of that. So yeah, I, I personally think grand finals, unless you do something like Like outrageous Just let them play Just let them play
3: I will say one thing They did bring in Early in the season Like they're They're trying to stop players Missing big finals games So I think it's We saw it through Origin But for the finals series as well Mm. They're Depending on um, How many fences have happened In the past And in the last 12 months That sort of thing it becomes sort of greater fines than missing mm. matches, which I love. Like, yeah. they're, they're trying to to do something about it. Yeah. Um, and hopefully they get there one day. But as I said, at least the effort's there to try and get the big names playing finals yeah, matches.
1: absolutely. Do you think, boys, does this affect Penrith's chances of winning a premiership? Or do you think this actually, this actually could help them because you're resting you're literally your main two halves, they're going to come in to finals footy, chomping at the bit. The only concern, me personally, that I have... Is they've only essentially got one game to get it together. Because if, if they lose that first game because they haven't played much footy together, that second game becomes do or die. Do you have a concern for Penrith?
2: I mean, you say they haven't played much footy together. I mean, at the end of the day, they've probably played more footy together than any. Sorry, I mean, just like. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But or... I also mean, like, bigger picture. I, I I don't think it'll have a huge impact on them. I think they'll be okay. That first game they do play will be at, at Blue Bet. Mm. Um, I think they'll be okay, Penrith it's going to be interesting over the next few weeks I sort of lent towards the side last week of thinking I'm not sure if Penrith's going to lose another game or if they need to mm. They lost their halves within seven yeah. days It's crazy how quickly it can all change I think they'll be okay I think that Cleary I mean, like, he's going to come into this final series fresher than he's ever been. I think it should be noted, like, last year, and Matty, maybe you can get up the exact dates. They came into the finals without clearing and Luai post-Origin last year. I think they missed six or seven weeks Mm. as well after Origin or something (coughs) along those lines. So Mm. I agree with you. They they obviously won't play much footy leading into it, but I think they've played so much footy together and know each other inside out that I think they'll be okay.
1: Yeah, what do you reckon, Timmy?
3: Yeah, I mean four weeks would have changed things dramatically just having that one hit out wouldn't it before finals That being said they've played enough that it shouldn't matter and if anything you touched on already But Luai and Cleary come in very fresh Mm. Uh, and then the other thing Let's say one of them does go down injured during the finals the experience and just Game time they're getting into Kurt Falls Mm. who also is under a bit of an injury cloud But should be right to go if not this week next week him and Sean O'Sullivan to have five weeks together in the back end of a season, mm. um, that's going to be invaluable should they need to call on them come finals time. So, yeah, while it's not ideal, there's a lot of silver linings to it.
0: I guess as well, like, I know match fitness is huge, but Cleary's he's suspended, he's not injured, so he doesn't have to rehab anything. Like, Luar probably might struggle to get back into the game a little more than Cleary, but, but Cleary's their guy, so I think they'll be fine in week one though, uh, in the finals. You're right, though, about week one, because the team that comes fourth, yeah. like, that that – that's such a big battle for that bot, like for that third and fourth and fifth position. And so the team those-
1: they might play, because I'm just looking at the ladder right now. Mm. And the only reason I'm concerned is like, look, if you, I just think that the top eight is so much stronger than it was last year. And the only reason I'm I, – I, I believe Penrith will be fine, but the concern I have is let's say week one's a write-off, just because it's the first game back they haven't played together. So week one they'll most likely play – they could play the Storm. Isn't it one verse four? Yeah, it's one verse four. So they play the Storm four. week one. Which is like, we all know, regardless of how they're going right now, they can step up to a big challenge. Let's say they lose that. They could play the Roosters the next week. Mm. And it's just like, oh, shit. You know what I mean? If you went Storm Roosters, it's a fucking risky, risky.
0: That current top eight now, there is no gimme. Every single one of those teams on their day can beat Penrith.
1: And like you
2: obviously say at the moment, Storm are fourth, but – Mate, honestly, depending on how the next five weeks go, they could play anyone from Cronulla to Canberra Yeah, in that spot. Like, yeah. this competition is anyone's. They're all so close. Melbourne have a tough run. Like I, bu- be I believe this
1: injury has made it basically this is anyone's comp. Yep. Totally. Because agree. the reason why I say that is, put it this way, Penrith at full strength, win the premiership. Like, if, if no one, if Lawyer and Cleary stay injury-free, I cannot see how they would... I personally think they win the comp. Now, now obviously, other teams would have chances and all that kind of stuff. I just think they've been so better for so long. But with these injuries, like, coming straight back into finals footies, first game and this top eight that is way stronger than it was. Like, imagine if Roosters continue this climb upwards. Like, when you look at that roster, I know losing Lindsay Collins for the rest – or I don't know if he's gone for the rest of the year, but, you know, you'd think he's probably, he probably gone is, substantial yeah. time – then you've got Rabbitohs. Then you've got the Eels that have beaten them. The Broncos, you know, they could do it. It's just a scary... It's, it really has opened the... I think it has opened it up.
3: I would argue the top eight is substantially stronger than last year. Yeah. I think the top four is arguably weaker. Last year, we had the Bunnies, who mm. were pretty relentless. We had the Storm, who <coughs> were relentless. Um, this year, you've got, what, Cowboys, Sharks... And then storming forth, who are who are battling a fair bit of late. Yep. So I mean, that could easily change come finals time. But mm. I think the top four last year, even Manly on top of that, with Turbo going nuts, was a really strong top four.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a really good point. Mm. I, I'd agree with that. I'd like, say the the top four last year, like imagine it's crazy. Like imagine this Rabbitoh side with the players to left plus the master coach. It's almost like you look back now and you go, how could we ever have counted them out? Mm. Um, and so, yeah, I'd agree the top four is – it's still strong, but probably not as strong as last year. But I'd say the top eight absolutely is stronger. I'll say yeah. this final series is much harder. Well, though. I mean,
2: take, for example, the <coughs> Titans last year. They finished eight. They had a record of 10 and 14. The Like, they had a losing record and they made finals. The Canberra Aders have a winning record right now and they're not in the eight.
1: Yeah. yep, yeah, absolutely. And it's just – when you look at, like, the Roosters and the, the, the footy that the Roosters are playing, and they're sitting eighth, like – It's pretty incredible. And then you're counting the doggies. Like, if the doggies hadn't started so poorly, I I reckon they'd be in the eight, or or at least challenging or in the eight. And also, honestly,
0: I reckon Canberra are a huge shout to make this final series. Their their draw (coughs) is, so they got Penrith this week, but then they got Dragons, Knights, Manly Tigers.
2: Fuck. There's probably never been a better time to play Penrith in Canberra too.
1: Yeah, yeah. And also... uh, don't, uh, Roosters have a fucking tough draw. They have a tough
0: draw and so do South. Yeah,
1: so, okay. Wow. I mean, we'll talk
2: about Roosters soon, but I, I personally didn't think they looked that great the other night. Oh,
1: okay. Realistically. I thought they looked pretty good, if I'm being honest. Yeah, well, But okay. we'll, we'll get to yeah, that. Yeah, we'll, we'll get, get to that. unfortunately. <laughs> Do you, how do you reckon they look, me? We'll get to it. What we'll, we'll builds suspense? Uh,
3: I'm in between. I mean, they were playing a Manly side without seven players. I, I do think people underestimated Manly going into that game. Just with the amount of debutants with one crack to impress in the NRL. We know Desi Hassel's the master at <clears throat> getting, like, basically playing against adversity. Mm. I think there's a bit of complacency probably in the Roosters outfit coming up against that side. Um, yeah, I was a bit... I was. A little bit unimpressed with the Roosters, but I thought just people underestimated Manly. They yeah. were always going to live for that game and, and put make a bit of a statement, and they yeah. did.
1: So that's that's my point. I actually, I thought that the Roosters, while not playing their best footy, with, like they controlled the game well, much better than yesteryear, whereas like, not yesteryear, sorry, early in the season, I think early in the season they get beaten. Honestly mm-hmm. do. Um, I just think that, the second half was a bludger. I thought the first half was really good, um, especially from the Roosters. And so I just – what I liked about it from Roosters' standpoint was they weren't playing their best footy, They had every, every reason to be ambushed by a very energetic manly, but they managed to get the win, and it's always a good sign of a team that, you know, can um, – it's just a good sign for a team. And I know that the people will say, you know, how can you be satisfied with that? But I, I just think that people don't – like – Look at the, the worst Queensland team in 40 years or, or whatever. When you look at that on paper, it, it's like, you know, it is a, is a, not the best team. And I think people underestimate sometimes blokes can just get up and just do something special. And I thought that Manly were actually really good. And I thought they played probably more aggressive than I've seen them play in a long time, except for one moment that we'll talk about in the game. Anyway, we'll get to the game. What do you got I'll just say, just my
0: opinion on that. I think I'm still a little scarred of, from 2021. And I think maybe it's naive of me to think this, but I just expected the Roosters to destroy them. I mm. thought it was going to be like a 20, 30 point margin, mm. and because they didn't win by that after the game, I was like, "Well, the Roosters weren't that good." But that's probably just my naivety coming into it, thinking well, about last year.
1: They, they weren't. They technically they weren't that good. In, but what I'm uh, what I liked about them was like they looked structured. They looked like they were like they created plenty of opportunities. And they got the win against what seemed to be, looks like an ambush in that first 20 minutes or so. And I also think the first half was good. But I I'm, I do, I agree with you though, Guru, in the sense of like the standard of their footy wasn't great.
2: I just think at the moment there's too many chefs in the kitchen. Mm. They've got Manu trying to roam. They've got Watson coming on and playing third and They've got Radley at third and They've got these two halves still trying to sort each other out. They've got Teddy doing everything he possibly can, which I back from Teddy. Mm. There's just a lot of moving bodies around that side, which, which, which can be lethal at the same time.
1: But I just I, think their completion rate fucking killed them. 62% completion. Um, I thought that, yeah. I know what you mean. I can definitely tell what you mean. though. And I mm. think we spoke about it last yeah. week. I texted you. I was this is like, always going
2: to be the worry because they yeah. played Newcastle. Newcastle are bang average. It all looked good, but Joey Marnie wasn't in that side. Mm. So all of a sudden you put Joey in there and now he's roaming through the middle and there's it, just a lot going on in that side for me.
1: Yeah. You know what? This could be right. Might have been a pretty poor performance. But I do think the last four weeks, um, the last four weeks I thought they have been pretty good. Even the the games they, they They're lost. They're heading in the right direction. Yeah. There's no doubting that. I, I, just, I just like the fact that they didn't play good and they managed to get the win. And I, I think just, you're right.
0: I think their best two games in the last month have been a bit against Parra and Penrith and they'd lost both those yeah. games. And Penrith, mm-hmm. they should have won They that should game. have beaten Penrith.
1: Um, anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll go more in detail with that. But it's an interesting chart because... It's a bit of a a tough. They got the win, yeah, but and we'll know who's right in a month too. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, Anyway, back to the suspension. So yeah, we spoke about Cleary, um, and then Penrith leading into it. But yeah, I think it opens everything up, and I just think that like the concern is is the concern is for the top tier, the top four teams is like this bottom eight. It is showing signs of life. Like even the Rabbitohs, to a degree, I know they lost on the weekend, but they're showing these signs of like fuck. They actually could be a top four side if they could just get some consistency going. <clears throat> um, so, look, I would. Would you? Would we all still have Penrith as favourites? Yes, well, surely, comfortably. Oh, comfortably. definitely favourites. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, just not as, you know, wing, not, not not a wink, slight dog. Yep. Wings I, dogs. I would. I wouldn't have them as comfortable favourites right now, but definitely favourites. Yeah. Um, I just, again, the concern for me is just that first two weeks. Like, what if they get more injuries going into finals? What if you know what I mean? I just that to come out in your first game and be a week one of a final against a, a team because, like, that team is sitting there going, this is Ambush Central. We can ambush these guys. If we ever wanted to play Penrith, it's week one of the finals. Um, so, yeah, still favourites, but not not by anywhere near as much as I had them uh, before. We're well, saying the same about
0: Melbourne last year. Melbourne were unbeatable <laughs> this time last year. They were. Mm-hmm. They felt the only like.
1: concern I had about Melbourne last year is they, they just – they could, like, come in and out of games, like um, – they were just such a different side to the yesteryear of Melbourne of like a grindy gritty. I actually thought we saw yesteryear Melbourne on the weekend, a very grindy, gritty, and yeah. aggressive. Um